This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finker. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is the track list for Lana Del Rey's Lust for Life. Oh my God. Listen. <laughs> this iconic text. <laughs> One. Okay. Love. Two. Lust for Life featuring The Weeknd. Okay. Three. Thirteen beaches. <laughs> Four. Cherry. <laughs> Five. White Mustang. Six. Summer Bummer featuring ASAP Rocky and Playboy Cardi. Not a fan of that one, not gonna lie. No, me either. Okay. Seven. Groupie Love featuring ASAP Rocky. I'm a fan of this one. And me too. Eight. In My Feelings. <laughs> Nine. Coachella, Woodstock, In My Mind. That song is the best song ever. <laughs> it's the best song ever written. Ten, God Bless America and all the beautiful that's the best. That's going to be the best song I've ever heard in my life. That's going to be my new anthem. I don't care. It's going to just be her farting for three minutes. <laughs> Wait, we're not done. Uh, Eleven, when the world was at war, we kept dancing. <laughs> Twelve, beautiful, beautiful people, beautiful problems featuring Stevie Nicks. Uh, uh, Thirteen, tomorrow never came. Featuring Sean Ono Lennon. Isn't that perfect for Sean Ono Lennon? I just... Okay. 14. Heroin. (laughs) (laughs) It's like 15. Change. 16. Get free. There's a lot of tracks. Where were we where we were karaokeing and we were singing Love or some Lana song. And we were talking about how it hit every... Like every Lana trope was coming up. Yeah, in a that was during yeah. that was at karaoke beats. Yeah, no, at Boho. It w- yeah, it was at Boho, and it was like I forget it was love, right? We were singing, yeah, and we were laughing because it was like every single trope was coming at us in a row, and everything every, it got every Lana trope, but like daddy, but like oh daddy. Yeah, I mean, I wrote this piece for Vulture a long time ago. That's like the Lana. I mean, it might need to be updated, but the Lana glossary, and it's like all mm-hmm. of the things that she. Like her, like in her dictionary of of words that she pulls from for literally every song that Very she does, small. and it's like, um, it's a small dictionary. Cars and like and love and daddy and leather jacket and America and <laughs> you know like it's mm-hmm. the same wonderful pool of icon like iconic you know iconography. That's what I wanted to say. Thank oh, you. What are the words you can't do? I I knew it in my I can <gasps> spell it. I just can't say it. Um, I love, again, I'm obsessed with the fact that this album has her smiling on the cover. Did you it's see the back, It's her first album too? smile. She's smiling, Oh, where like, she's by the, she's by the yeah. truck. She's, she's amazing. Like, oh. She's really coming out and to be, she's just really, every, with album, we, with every album we get a little bit more. I didn't really love Honeymoon, but that's fine. I think Honeymoon was a I little. I didn't listen to it much. It was a little obscure. Yeah. It was less poppy. Um, it was less poppy. This sounds good. I'm so love ready. Is, I mean, love is the best song ever written. I so. can't wait to have like a listening, a listening party for this and just yeah, really dig into it. Um. So, Lindsay, do you want to introduce our next guest? Because I sort of don't know her. Wow. Rude. Now <laughs> I mean, you do. Now that I've interviewed her, I, I know her. But at the time, I didn't know her. I'm really excited in honor of Canada's 150th birthday um, and that call that somebody called about Degrassi. We have the wonderful Lauren Collins, also known as Paige, if you watch Degrassi, uh, in the studio while over the phone in the studio um, for a talk about Canada Who's and like just all things 
All Things Canada. All Things Canada, All Things Degrassi. Yeah. It was really things, it was really fun. All Things Drake. Well, All Things Drake, All Things Lauren Collins, really. Yeah. She was a delight and it was really fun to chat Canada. And we're going to play that now. Let's do and it. And then we'll get into Rita. Mhm. You will Yeah. 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 They want to know. Hey. Well, we're really excited because today we have an amazing person on the line, a Canadian through and through, a Degrassi (laughs) legend and icon, the one and only Lauren Collins. Hello. Hi, Lauren. Wow. (laughs) That was quite the intro. Thank you. Have you ever gotten such an accurate introduction? No, I I particularly like the use of the word icon. Thank you. I'll take it. We use it a lot, but I still think it still has value for you. If Lauren Lauren is Canadian through and through, Lindsay, do you know anyone who isn't Canadian through and through, who's only Canadian on like a surface level? Celine Dion. Celine Dion. (laughs) Because she's kind of French. How dare you? She's our our queen. She's like the... the closest Canada has to royalty, right? Oh my God, you're right. That's Absolutely, true. You're right. That's true. I mean, technically, we are like I don't know, part of the monarch or something, so we do have <laughs> Queen Elizabeth. But I think like Celine takes precedence over that. Certainly, I was, I was reading the the press on Canada 150 on the website, and they were like, "Get a free photo of Queen Elizabeth." I was like, "Why would anyone want <laughs> just that? a photo? Just, just a photo. photo." I know it should be it should be Celine, especially with like her new stylist that she has right oh, now. She looks amazing. Oh, Jay Roach. Yeah. She, yeah. Law she Roach? Incredible. Law Roach. Jay Roach is Law the Roach. director. You're missing up. Yeah, you're messing it up. So, but we're, <laughs> but speaking of Canada's 150, if you don't know what that is, Canada has its 150th birthday this year, right? Am I correct? Yes. yes. And so they are celebrating all year with different Canada-related celebrations. Um, have you been to any? <laughs> I have not been to a single <laughs> Canada 150 wow. celebration. Why is there like not a like Degrassi this. panel for this 150? Why aren't they honoring their most, you know, important series? I don't understand. That's actually a really interesting idea. <laughs> I would be totally down to do that. Um, I think I only realized maybe like a month ago that Canada was even turning 150 this year. Like I, yeah. if you're here, if you're living it. <laughs> I, I feel like they haven't really been like pushing it as much as maybe the outside world thinks I mean, or we're, I we'd like to have you think. The aquarium and there was a giant Canada 150 like sign and people were posing with it. So you just wow. need to, you just need to go visit some of your landmarks, I guess. <laughs> I do. I guess when like you're here, you know, you, you kind of miss out on that. <laughs> what are what are actually I know I, I don't want to get into it so quickly but why not? Yeah. So what are what are some of the the lesser known, the most lesser known Canadian landmarks. Like whenever it's like, go to the landmarks, what are some that maybe a typical American wouldn't know about that are actually gorgeous? Love this tourism like bit of. Oh my God. That's a really good and difficult question. Because when I think Um, of it, I think of it like, the other side of Niagara Falls. It's just like, go to Drake's house or, you know, where did Justin Bieber grow up or whatever. We definitely have the nicer side of Niagara Falls. Right. Um, Yeah, yeah. definitely. But I think, I think people forget that Canada is like a bigger country than the United States, mm-hmm. you know? Like, so we, they think about like Toronto and like maybe Vancouver, mm-hmm. but we've got, I mean, we've really got a little bit of everything. Like on the East coast, it's really beautiful, like seaside towns. Like I've never been to Maine, but I imagine that it's like 
got a main kind of vibe to mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, Bobby, you've watched Anna really Green want, Gables. I really right? want to go to Nova Scotia. <laughs> oh, it's stunning. I've actually <laughs> only been to Nova Scotia over there. And then there's like in Newfoundland, which is a bit more n- north, mm-hmm. um, testing my Canadian geography right now. <laughs> um, there's like Fogo Island, Ooh, which I don't is, even know what that is, it's mm. like super chic. Like Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> like oh. went there and like gooped about it or whatever. <laughs> I think, like, one of the best, like, restaurants in the world is on Fogo Island, which is in Canada. So that's, like, very, like, she-she fancy, but You should be cool. on Canada's payroll at this point in terms of right? this work that you're doing. Yeah, we should definitely, <laughs> yeah. like, get in touch with them. Speaking of a Canada landmarks, let's talk about Canada celebrities. Mm-hmm. Who – there's a lot of crossover Canadian celebrities. That is true. We have a bunch yes. infiltrating mm-hmm. America, starting from Drake all the way down. But who are some of the, let's say, lesser – we'll get to Drake. But let's say, who are some of the lesser known P- Canadians that you love that are getting a lot of love maybe because they're hometown heroes but not as much love elsewhere or soon will get love elsewhere maybe? So, like, this is the really interesting thing about Canada. We tend to only, like, celebrate our own once they've been accepted by the United States. <laughs> So rude. Very rude. Like, it's so true, though. We'd have, like, zero star system whatsoever. Um, I mean, like, you know how in the UK, like, you can look at, like, a UK tabloid, and you have, like, no idea who any of the people are in it, but they're all, like, big stars there. Not the case here. You don't have your own internal media that is telling you, like, who the Canadian housewives are or whatever. No, we do. I, I actually did hear recently that we have like a Toronto do. Real Housewives franchise, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, not making waves like <laughs> Atlanta or Beverly Hills. Um, so <laughs> it's like, it's kind of sad because we should be celebrating our own, but we really mm-hmm. need the, I don't know, like the okay from our neighbors to the south is there anyone (laughs) who is famous over here who's canadian who people here don't think is don't know is canadian like you have to remind people you're like oh they're canadian someone who doesn't isn't proud of flying their canadian flag (laughs) yes oh interesting i remember there being like i feel like there was like some controversy because like jim carrey like decided to like forego his Canadian citizenship or something. Um, I remember like that being a thing. I feel like, Oh, Pamela Anderson too, especially now that she's like, I don't know what the hell she's doing. with like (laughs) Julian Assange. Yes. She's Julian Assange. Yeah. Julian Assange. That is what she's doing. But she's like definitely, you know, a Canadian celebrity. Um, (laughs) Good, good question. It's kind of fun to think about because it feels like, you only know when the big ones are, but I feel like there are all these under the radar Canadian celebrities lurking around America that people don't know until they. There's so many. Like, you know, I mean, this, I feel like people know this, but like both Ryans, you have both Ryans. Ryan Gosling, Gosling and, and Ryan Reynolds. Oh, yeah. I'm like, Ryan Seacrest, Canadian. You know, not Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> we have, you know what I will say? We kind of have our own Ryan Seacrest. Who's that? His name is Ben Mulrooney. He is the son of former Prime Minister Brian Mulrooney. What? He's wow. He's a politician. So it's like a Billy Bushy. <laughs> That's type. amazing. Is that like a Billy Bushy? Like he's part of a but political dynasty. He seems like dynasty? he's cooler than Billy Bush. Totally. Maybe. He's and he's like a way better guy than Billy Bush. <laughs> um, but I would say yes. Like actually, I think a lot of our 
more famous, like just famous in Canada personalities come from like talk shows and mm-hmm. entertainment shows, like not necessarily. So news adjacent programming. Okay. Totally. Okay. Interesting. Totally. Okay. But you, so, okay. And also speaking of Canadian celebrities, you are part of this long dynasty, this Degrassi <laughs> dynasty, which by the way, I was calling Degrassi and I got yelled at on the podcast. I'm sure you heard. Very rude. You have a lot of fans telling me how to pronounce Degrassi correctly. So that's. Yeah, that is like good. a whole weird thing that started with the American network that the show was on. Like when the show was on the end, all of their promos, they would say Degrassi. Oh, wow. Uh oh. And we're like, where did that like get lost in <laughs> translation? Not between English that. and English. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you are part of this, this long running kind of Canadian entertainment dynasty of of actors who've been in who've been been to Degrassi High School. Um, yes. So I guess my question is, what is it like to be part of that in Canada? And also, now that it's kind of also an American thing too, what's it like to come to America? Where do you get? Where do people talk to you the most? And what kinds of things do they say? I think, and this is like kind of similar to what I was saying before, but here, especially like I live in Toronto, and the show is shot in Toronto and takes place in Toronto. Um, and pretty much everyone that's on the show is, is from here. Um, it's kind of like everyone sort of knows someone Mm -hmm. who was like on the show or like an extra on the show. So the reaction here is like usually like pretty underwhelming. (laughs) Like, do you get free drinks at least? Do you, do you get at the bar or whatever? I would say without a doubt I've had way better like freebie opportunities in the states like i just recently got 20 percent off my bill at cheesecake factory when i was (laughs) in uh at the grove wait that's incredible because somebody recognized Um, you i love paid that's perfect yes that's but here like nothing like can't you know paying full price of the cheesecake you think you'd be like a hometown hero and you would just be celebrated nonstop? i mean i don't know people when i was at the carly ray jepson show people were reminding me how canadian she was all the time (laughs) but i guess it was because her was her special night so they wanted to yeah yeah and because she's also now like pretty big in the states i think actually like drake has been the best thing that happened like to all of us (laughs) just canadians Um, in general (laughs) just yeah Mm. to, to canadians in general but also specifically to be like kind of like Drake adjacent because of the show. Well, he's so – he mentions Toronto a lot. He mentions Canada a lot. I think that's the difference maybe between him and other Canadian celebrities is that he's so self-referential to where he's from, maybe. Absolutely. Yeah. And, like, specifically Toronto. Like, yeah. he's very proud of that. And he really hasn't even, like, hidden from the Degrassi thing, which I think is I think that's charming. Because really cool. he's, he's corny. So, like, he's corny. It's, it's part of his brand to, it's like, great. embrace his weird past. Right. And you were on the exactly. show with him. Obviously, you guys kissed. Obviously, everyone knows that. And you get we asked did. about him nonstop. What is that like? <laughs> we did. It's, like, I'm so used to it now. Right. And I also really like the guy. So it's not like I have to Oh, yeah. Pretend. What if he was a nightmare and you had I... to go to every interview and say, oh, we had such a good time. It was so long ago. I've got to say. Exactly. I feel I feel like, as someone who hasn't seen Degrassi, Degrassi. It's Degrassi. Um, I'm mad at you for spoiling. I did not know Paige kissed Drake. Um, Come on. So. That's actually, like, not even much of a wow. thing. Like, we never Literally, really had, like, a romance on the show. Paige, like, almost gets HIV. There are so many things that are, ab- <laughs> that are above and more important than Paige kissing Jimmy. 
Okay. It's true. There's so many things. I think that was like in like literally season one, and there are like about a hundred seasons. So. Paige really gets put through the ringer. I have to say, I was like doing research. I did watch the show, but it was a long time ago, so I was like going through the bullet points of what you did on that show, and it really is quite the gamut. You really, raged. it's a lot. There yeah. was a lot. <laughs> there was a lot. It's um, like Canadian Ninja Warrior, but like a series. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything, like, looking back at the show now that feels so, like, Canadian about the show? Because <laughs> I almost feel oh my watching God, everything? It. <laughs> yeah, like, right. everything. True. <laughs> Part of its charm, too, because now I'm watching, I'm going to bring it up again, Terrace House on Netflix, which is a Japanese reality show, and everything oh. is really good. And I just watch it, and I think how Japanese everything is, and I think that was the experience watching Degrassi, too, which is part of its charm for an American. How Canadian it is. You know? Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, some specific... Ooh, some like specific things that like really stuck out as being so Canadian because we never really like tried to front like it was not a Canadian right, show. Right. Like, um, is, I'm trying is, to think of things too. Is craft dinner a thing in the states? Like, it's not. Is mac it? and cheese? Like mac and cheese? Like KD craft dinner? Do you call it craft? Oh dinner? no, Do we, not call, call it we call it mac dinner. and cheese. We call it blue, we got blue box. The, the blue, blue box. box. Blue box. Okay, so like here it's like craft dinner. KD like Lang, another Canadian. Katie, yes, Katie Lang also Canadian. <laughs> Katie Lang's so mad that craft dinner. Katie's stole like, her this stuff. is what I'm being bring up, brought up in this podcast. Curious. <laughs> but I remember uh, once we had this like branded partnership like really early on in the show with kd and with craft dinner and like i was on a craft dinner box here <laughs> wow and um but it was also like had to be like worked into the show in this like horrible way like i think we had like a dance sponsored by craft dinner or something on the show it was really like that was really like achingly canadian i, I think i love that yeah, that's really. Do you still have the box? Do you keep it? The box is I just. Do. It's, it's it's so it's actually it just says jarring that to you see like box. completely different branding on yeah. this mac and cheese. I box. do like that it's called KD there. Like that's more fun. KD's good. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. It's it's, I mean, it's it's boring. It's yeah. just craft macaroni and cheese. There's like jingles about it, but it's still just called craft macaroni mac and cheese. cheese. Yeah. Ours has yeah. got to be KD. Gotta we be. got a slogan and everything. <laughs> you are still <laughs> shilling for KD years later. I love it. It's like still. You're still. I will proudly shell for KD like on my Instagram. Like. Hit me up. So I'm do you? More than happy to do that. Oh my god, the box is in English and French. I love you it. You are now oh. gonna order yourself the some specialty. <laughs> it's the law. Yeah. It is oh. the law. I love Celine, like Celine Dion's Instagram account. She it is posts funny in English, being... then she posts a French. Well, it's, it's it's she's she's doing the law. She's literally <laughs> she's doing, doing the, law. the law. She's like, I can see her like doing it because of that. Like, I must. <laughs> it's the law. Renee said it's the law. <laughs> oh my god, don't bring Renee up in this podcast ever again. <laughs> It's too sad. It's, it's too, too sad. sad. Oh, it's too fresh. It's too fresh. Do you, okay, so do you, I'm still like obsessed with, we we were talking to somebody from The, the Bachelorette and one of our favorite questions was like, who? Uh, Ashley I, do you, do you know? Who oh my God. Yeah, she's, do I know? Yes, she was. Do I know? She was a, a joy. <laughs> she was. <laughs> a pleasure and a I'm joy. I'm so jealous. Yeah, well, I'm sure she would talk to you too. She seemed like she was around. <laughs> she <talked to> anyone. <laughs> she was not busy. <laughs> That's rude. She has two podcasts. Um, So she was talking, we asked her um, about hanging out with the cast off season because I know that they're really into sliding each other's DMs and creating kind of all these like moments off screen. Mm -hmm. But they're also actually friends. Do you feel that way with like the Degrassi cast? Do you guys keep in touch? Are you involved with like the new series at all? Do they keep you in the loop? It almost feels like it's that kind of dynamic where it's this big family and you guys all literally graduated from the same high school. Yeah, I think there is kind of like this, you know, like I've seen just like in passing through the city and through like still 
you know, being in the industry and whatever, like you do see, I, I do see people who are like on the show now and there's sort of just this like knowing glance of like, I know, I know what you're living and you know what I've lived. Um, I wouldn't <laughs> say we all like get together and like have reunions, although maybe for the 150 we should. Yeah, um, But certainly like some of the people that I, uh, that I grew, uh, that I grew up with on the show. Um, yeah, we're still, we're still close and and see each other as often as we can. Everyone's kind of like spread out all over the place. But, right. And uh, Drake is busy like being Drake or whatever. Drake's a little busy. But, <laughs> but he's still like, you know, there and kind of around. Right. I love like, that. Good. I know. I know. That's yeah, wonderful. He's, uh, he's sweet. We were also <laughs> talking about the other kind of breakout, interesting breakouts from Degrassi that you might not know. Nina Dobrev was one of them. Oh, I didn't. Nina Dobrev. I totally of forgot course. that. Completely forgot that. Who was, yeah, who was Yeah, because I guess she wasn't on the show like that no. long, but no. definitely it was her, Degrassi was her first kind of like big gig and then, you know, very quickly from there. Yeah, it's kind of this weird, I mean, we compared it to Neighbors, which is that Australian soap that a lot of uh, now A-list Australian celebrities in America were on. It's a little different totally. than that, I think, but it's definitely kind of like the weird minor leagues of maybe like us coming to the united states and trying to do something here or whatever totally and there's even like there's a lot of people who've been on like you know an episode or two of degrassi here in canada that now have gone on to like big shows in the states yeah yeah when did when did degrassi get on noggin like what year was that it was, uh, it would have been like, I guess like 2000 or 2001, but it was okay. right when we started the next generation, like the first season oh. of the next generation was mm-hmm. on, um, cause like, I'm sure, you know, right. maybe for those who don't, there was like the original show right. in the eighties okay. that they then rebooted in 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it was with the start of that. That's when, uh, so literally from the beginning of your run on Degrassi was like in the United States too. So you never experienced yes. it only being in Canada. You were always kind of dual broadcast in your totally. Life. And I think like we didn't really get much of a feel for like what that meant until we started doing these like mall tours, mm-hmm. which were super weird <laughs> in like 2000, I don't know, probably would have been like around season like four or five when we were doing them and we'd go across the States. And again, Whoa. like we were living like very normal lives here in our like Canadian bubble, like all still like living with our parents and going to school and not making a lot of money to do the show. <laughs> and then we'd go and do these mall tours and it was like crazy, weird taste of like Hollywood or something. It was yeah. very strange. That's so weird. Were yeah. growing up, were the stars of the original Degrassi celebrities in your youth? Like did you know were them they as on the show? Stars? They were on the show a little bit too, some of them. Some of them were. Like that's sort of how the two shows tied in uh, to each other. Like the original one of the characters like got pregnant in high school and then our version picks up with the daughter starting high school. So okay. like that character was wow. Spike. So like she mm-hmm. was in it. Um, I didn't watch the original. Wow. So it didn't really mean much to me, but I remember like when I booked the job, people were like, Oh my God, like Spike and Caitlin <laughs> and Joey Jeremiah. Like that's so crazy. But I think again, it was still kind of that, like, it was kind of like ironic, like, Oh yeah, here they are like in our, 
in our city. Like you see them all the time. Right. Um, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, Oh my God, a famous person. It's such a small you know? town thing. I kind of love that there's everyone who knows. Cause I was, when I was there for the Carly show, I asked a few people about Degrassi and they were like, Oh, I, you, everyone knows someone. Everyone knows someone exactly. who's been on the show, who's been an extra. And then someone was like, I was an extra. <laughs> I was like, totally. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Fine. Totally. <laughs> It's a bummer because I want I like I want you to just be like the queen of Toronto and getting just free drinks all across town just wherever you go because that would be so fun. So do I. And, and I everyone, would love that. And everyone disrespects Degrassi stars and can't I uh, can't believe that it's just like yeah, oh we so don't care. Rude. Yeah, I know. Well, I guess if you don't oh have you start local, in Degrassi, of course you start. Like in what Degrassi. paparazzi is going to show up to you know I'm trying to think of a place in Toronto but I can't. Which paparazzi is going to show up to like the aquarium? That's the one place I went. <laughs> you know and <laughs> like catch you. Yeah, it's certainly it's certainly not going to be to take pictures of us. It's going to be to take pictures of like what big American stars are like in town visiting the aquarium. <laughs> it was uh, me that weekend. That was <laughs> yeah. So Lindsay made this wild list of, she writes, um, here's some of the things that happened to Paige on Degrassi to give you context of the show. This was for me, but like reading through this list is Nuts. Yeah, I guess it's more fun for you as just no context. Like, Paige was, like, kind of the bully in the beginning. She was kind of the mean girl. Yeah. She was the OG mean girl. But then it seems like she totally. was just completely dumped on for the she rest of the show. She was a little show. bit demoralized after. <laughs> totally. Oh she paid God. for it. Oh she my definitely God. paid for it. No, it's it's very true. I guess one of my favorite things, too, is this is towards the end of – I was telling Bobby this, and he really could not believe this – is Paige ends up as Jason Mew's assistant. What was the context of that <laughs> at all? Like, this is so – What? So I – feel that like yes Paige went through a lot but like as <laughs> I actually feel like very fortunate with like how much I got to do as the right. character of course. and to me what is so crazy and I don't know if you told explain this to Bobby but basically like one of the last times you see Paige on the show I my character like sleeps with someone and like might have HIV. I was telling him, <laughs> but then it doesn't ever say like, if you might. do or don't. You just assume you don't because it just we move on, you know. Yeah, like it sort of never really comes up again, and then you don't <laughs> see me again until we did this like very weird TV movie oh, yeah. thing Dangerous. in like the following season that like kind of felt like just like this weird fever dream that like didn't actually happen but basically like the next time you see Paige she's like living in LA and she's an assistant to a sort of like Lauren Conrad Heidi Montag perfect type Mm -hmm. person um and then somehow through like crazy hijinks she ends up being Jason Mute well no she actually ends up Oh God, I don't even remember. Doesn't I end she, up getting there's cast? A, there's a I get part cast in a Jason Mewes movie. That's oh, what cool. it is. <laughs> very cool. Doesn't she meet Perez Hilton? Is he Canadian? Is he Perez Hilton Canadian? Oh, Perez no. Hilton is not. He's Canadian. not Canadian. Okay, you can't claim him. Good. That's good for but you. But we were good like, for you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were like stunt casting a bit on the show, and right. he came into the spot, and he right. was very scary. <laughs> if I can speak well, honestly, that time was his like peak uh question mark around when his peak was was probably around that time when his peak totally and he hadn't yet like had his child and like turned over this like kind leaf so he was he was like a little bit intense yeah (laughs) yeah a little intense um i love that good i mean that's i'm not surprised at all but yeah so she's in she's in hollywood during this movie that's kind of where we last see okay. her and she becomes jason muse's assistant which why jason muse i'm still is he canadian oh my god this is like okay so this is another weird little tie-in so kevin smith mm-hmm. um is a huge 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 degrassi fan and like going oh. back to 
the original series, like there's a scene in which one was Shannon Doherty in? I want to say Mallrats. Yes. It's where she's like wearing a Degrassi jacket. And yeah. yeah. So he, when he was like living in upstate New York or wherever he grew up, he would get Degrassi on like public access or something, oh. the original show. So he became like a huge fan of it. And when the next generation started, I don't really know how it went down, but basically they reached out to him and he was going to come and direct an episode, but because of our like weird Canadian laws of everything being Canadian, that wasn't allowed. So (laughs) they like wrote him into the story. So Kevin's in like season five, Kevin Smith comes to Degrassi to like shoot a movie and then falls in love with, I swear to God, falls in love with the character that like Kevin in real life loved from the original show. Oh, that is like, some to fulfill this beautiful pandering. That's, <laughs> That's oh amazing. So then like they sort of became kind of like characters in the show and would, like randomly pop in. Like when oh. my, when Paige first like comes out as bisexual, she like tells Kevin Smith about it before she tells anyone. <laughs> I forgot about this. Like, the first person I, I came out, out to was Kevin Smith actually. Can yeah. you imagine yeah, <laughs> Kevin Smith he was like shows really supportive. Your, <laughs> shows up to your high school, like falls in love with one of your teachers, and then just is there shooting a movie for the most of your high school. That would be a wild experience, yeah. honestly. And you're in Canada, <laughs> and you're going to be in the next season of The Strain, which also films in Canada, right? It does film in Canada. Yeah, that's I am. cool. How was that? Yeah, been? I'm excited about that. It was it was really fun. It was I kind of like kind of taken a bit of a step back from acting right in the last couple of years which I, has been sort of refreshing and kind of like what I needed to do and but yeah this came up and I was very happy to do it and yeah it's like a really creepy disgusting show it's and, really disgusting and it has the most <laughs> yeah. disgusting ads I oh love the it. ads are foul <laughs> yeah and this is the final season so they oh. like really go there I don't think I'm allowed to say like anything about they what my character is there for but Ooh. it's pretty disgusting oh, that's I will so say fun. that it's, did you get to pretty, put on it like, was gross fun. makeup and stuff like that's really fun I don't want to say too okay, much because cool. I don't know oh, what I'm allowed to say <laughs> that's so but fun it was, it was fun to do yeah and that film's up here so oh yeah that was nice right because yeah. a lot of stuff does film in toronto because it kind of looks like new york but smaller in a way I yeah was... like i feel i don't know if people know this but i like want everyone to know because i'm just obsessed with it right now but handmaid's tale oh, shot up here that makes a lot of sense because it's yeah. like a nondescript place you know yeah and there is the canadian connection to the show right, because, because like Margaret they, Atwood yeah. is Canadian and they and... they spend a lot of time she makes it over the Canadian border and there's a big exactly. you haven't seen this yet have you Bobby? I haven't seen it yet well it's not like spoiler spoiler. She, you watch one it. of the characters so makes good. it to the Canadian border and there's a huge scene with like what's happening you're like here's what's happening in Canada and it's like they're all, they're amazing of course they're like welcome here's like your food like, and your health insurance yeah. and your yeah it's really <laughs> flattering to Canada so <laughs> no surprise that it shoots in Toronto <laughs> Yeah. So we're going to let you go because I know you have to uh, bounce. Uh, I do. But thank you so much for talking to us about Canada and yes. yourself. No that was so fun. problem. I'm Ooh. so ha- – and can I just say one thing? Because, like, two of my friends are die-hard fans <laughs> yeah. of you guys. And I feel like I have to mention them because I didn't tell them that I was going to be on the show. So Tierney <gasps> and Russ, 
Tierney, Tierney and Russ. Oh, our biggest fans. Oh, I, I, love you. I know them from Twitter. They oh were at the Carly show. Tierney and Russ. Russ. Russ was at the Carly show. Tierney, Tierney and Russ. Tierney Russ works was. for E News, and she's like got like her huge little following of her own. But she loves you guys. Oh well, hello. And Thank hi, you. Tierney and Russ. Surprise. And yes. <laughs> there you go. Um, well, thanks for talking to us. <laughs> it was so much. We love talking us. about Canada. Yeah, anytime. No, and I feel like we're so. We're so um, unqualified, too, so it's yes. great to have an expert. Yes, because I get yelled at for pronouncing Degrassi <laughs> wrong. But now I know, and thank you so much for enlightening us and, and talking no to us. No problem. <laughs> Thanks Bye. so much, Bye. guys. Thanks a lot. Bye. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know. All about the number one who Lindsay Bobby, tell us now What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Lindsay, what is Rita Ora up to? Well, she wore PJs out to dinner. She wore PJs out. Did you see? She rocked silky silver. Oh, she looks great. She flew. She flaunted her cleavage in a skin-tight top as she rocked silky, silver, pajama-style cords. What's a cord? Cord. I think it's just a fuck up. Yeah. For dinner in L.A., dot, 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 after after admitting that she's always looking for love. Why would you add that in, Daily Mail? That is so rude. God, they're like, Rita Ora looks extremely hot in this one outfit after admitting that she's desperate and wants a boyfriend. God. Rude. Um, did you see about, did you hear about her new, like, perhaps boyfriend? Yeah, well, that was what I was going to bring up next. So she is looking for love, but maybe she has found it with Ronnie Wood's son. Tyrone Wood. Tyrone. So Ronnie Wood is in the Rolling Stones, in case you didn't know that. I didn't didn't, If you just said Ronnie Wood. Um, she is apparently dating his son, who is a guitarist. Who's a guitarist? Um... Wow, look American at that photo guitarist. of look at that photo of him and Tyrone. Or him and Ronnie. It's just like the Rolling <laughs> Stones. Wait, All mean... the Rolling Stones look like they're made of leather. <laughs> look at him. I know, because he looks and he looks like a real person. Yeah. And he, and his dad looks crazy. And also he's American and his dad is I assume the Rolling Stones are British, so I wonder it was he just like raised in America or whatever. I I guess. He used to I mean, date you know, know who he used to date, him. Lindsay? You know who he used to date? Who? Rosie Huntington Whiteley. Oh, shut up. Yeah. They split in 2009. He dated Daisy Lowe, too. Oh, he did? Yeah, for a few oh, months. We're, we're both scrolling at different rates. <laughs> wow. The things you learn <laughs> scrolling at different rates. And then the most exciting reading news of the week. I don't know if you checked out Billboard.com recently. I did. I certainly did. <laughs> um... Rita Ora had a big profile, and guess what? Do you know what it was called, Lindsay? The profile? Do you know what the headline was? It looked a little familiar. Uh, it was called What's Rita Ora Up To? Wow. Our, we are iconic. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're so iconic. But it, this wasn't this wasn't a coincidence. We're mentioned. It's it. gorgeous how, how embedded, how much we've dug ourselves into Rita Ora's story by yeah. just being annoying. <laughs> and so I guess shout out to Jason Lipschitz for interviewing Rita and getting photographed by the paparazzi um 
and writing about Rita and mentioning us in the thing. The best, yeah, the best part. So Jason is a friend of ours, full disclosure, um, which is why uh, this might be why we're, you know, in this. But I also think that, you know, if you write about Rita Ora, if you Google two also, times, Lindsay, we you come just up. Said, you just said we're iconic. We don't yeah, we're iconic. With Jason. Okay, right. So, but Jason, my favorite part about this is that through the reporting of this, the, the Jason was, you know, very, very excited and he kept, you know, telling me things about meeting Rita and all that stuff. And the most excited he got was when he texted that he was uh, popped. He was like with Rita and they left someplace and the paparazzi were there. And he was like, they took photos of me with Rita. Like, I wonder where they're going to pop up. So I haven't seen them yet, though. I, I looked around for them and I guess I, I looked at the photo wires that uh, my job is subscribed to to see if he was there, but they weren't in any of them, no. so they must be in the I other asked ones. what she was wearing, because then it was like I would remember if I saw a headline that was like, Rita wears, like, green spandex while eating a pizza pie or something. <laughs> like, I would say, oh, those were the photos where Jason was there because they went to eat pizza or, you know, whatever. Pizza pie. Um, a pizza pie. Um, do you want to... Yeah. Well, I just want to... Before we go into before we go into the actual piece, I want to point mm. out two good things about this. Number one... We got mm-hmm. a link. Mm-hmm. We love to be linked. Love to get a link. Link we love us. To be linked. God knows that links. People love to click links and then subscribe to podcasts. It's, it's one thing to mention us. It's a whole other thing to link to us, and uh, we prefer the latter. Um, throw us a link. Throw us a link. Just link us. Number two, uh, Jason used whose with an apostrophe as the correct spelling, and after being told that he was wrong, he corrected it. <laughs> now in the piece, whose has no apostrophe because that's Thank the style you. guy. That's Thank you to the uh, copy editors at Billboard for accepting Listening. our, you know, criticism. Basically, the gist of this is that, like, Rita Ora is about to be, like, Rita Ora is about to actually be famous. This piece understands that she's not famous in America, but it also is making the um, argument that she is about to be more famous in America. Do you agree Which... with that, Lindsay? <laughs> <laughs> Do you? I hope. I hope. It's hard to, it's hard because of all these, this work that we've done personally with her to imagine her in any other light. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a good song though can do wonders. I think one good song, one really good song can do a lot of things. So if she has an album of 15 songs coming out and one, and there's a chance that one of those songs is that good. Like how Ellie Goulding was no one until she got love me like you do. And then everyone's like, oh, Ellie Goulding. And then, then Ellie Goulding, like, disappeared again. So we'll see. I mean, it's just funny. But the funniest thing, the, can I read the funniest part from this piece? Which, like, yes. made me want I have a piece I want to read, but you read too. Um, this is wild. And this is not, like, this is just, you take from this what you, what you want, mm-hmm. listeners. Okay? Okay, ready? And so a U.S. album recorded in London, Los Angeles, is finally coming on her new label, Home of Atlantic Records, likely before the end of the year. Sheeran will not be the only A-lister included in the album credits. Uh, uh, Chris Martin of Coldplay, Julia Michaels, Stargate, Justin Tranter all worked with Rita Ora on the project. This is how are they defining A-lister here? I'm just saying. <laughs> Stargate. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew Watt, who co-wrote DJ Snake's 2016 yeah, smash, Let Me Love You. Oh, that's literally the guy. Let me love you. Wait, her boyfriend, the guy that we were just talking about. No, it's a different guy. Andrew Watt, she was dating for a while. He's the guy with, like, workaholics hair. Oh, so he, she was dating him, but now she's not. Well, she, she might still she be. Who, ne- who knows? Wow, okay. So Andrew Watt, we'll wait for his quote. Andrew Watt, who co-wrote DJ Snake's Let Me Love You, that song with Justin Bieber, which is pretty good, believes the as-yet-untitled album will reveal Aura to not 
just be a U.S. star, but something much more. Ready for the quote? Yes. Quote, I work very closely with her and pay very close attention to the details of her voice, says Wyatt Watt. He adds with a deathly seriousness. Oh, my God. I do not look at her like Rihanna, Katy Perry, any of those people. I literally see her as like Janis Joplin, you know? Janis Joplin, Ella Fitzgerald, Donna Summer, those singers. Damn. Damn. People I mean, love Rita. I think, and this this piece touches on it. Jason makes a very, Jason recognizes this, and which we've said it before. Rita is a good time. Rita is fun to be around. She is. That's she what is we've, a That's one of the arguments we've made before. It's like the reason she's around so much is that like people like her she's must be fun to be around she's She's fun fun. and so i think when you meet rita and become her friend or are in her light she is fun and i think she casts a little spell on you yeah she casts a little spell so i am excited about all of these promises were being made do i think rita or is janice joplin no but could i be convinced (laughs) always always and let me just read the (laughs) kicker it ends with a quote um from aura herself Oh, sure. That's great. Um, It's rare to hear Rita, like, get a chance to actually talk about herself like this. (laughs) Yeah. Here we go. I can't wait for the world to experience my vision and my sound. I've got some amazing friends in this industry who I respect and who respect me from the work ethic and for my knowledge of music and for my love for punk and my growth and learning. I surprise a lot of people in my knowledge of music alone. I think that people judge a book by its cover, she concludes of herself. Not on this occasion. Oh, my God. Damn. She sounds She's like ready. me, she but is, I would get that wrong. She is ready to rumble. I'd be like, don't judge a... You know, don't judge a cover Don't judge a cover by uh, by its spine, you know, don't by judge its dust a- jacket. <laughs> it's like, Lindsay, no. I do love that she ended with, like, the most basic uh, adage of all time. Yeah, well... Uh, never mind. I'll right? hold my tongue and not say anything rude. But I'm glad I think she the got other this one profile. Is the golden rule. Um, yeah, she got a profile. She. I'm excited for this album. Prove me. Prove us right that we love you and we know that we you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, prove Jason right. Prove Jason right. Like um, you know, I sang. Um, I'll never forget. I sang. Um, I'll never let you down. Right? At Jason's wedding. At Jason's wedding, karaoke, no one cared or liked it except for Jason, which is good because that's who it was fucking for. Jason, number one Rita Ora fan. Truly. And I want another Rita Ora song to sing at Jason's (laughs) next wedding. Just kidding. (laughs) Jason's birthday. At the renewal of vowels. Yeah, at the renewal of vowels. 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 So thank you to Katie and Erica the Hoos. Thank you to Lauren Collins. Thank you to Rita Ora. Thank you to Jason Lipschitz. Thank you to Billboard's copy editors. (laughs) <laughs> um, thank you to, I guess, Lindsay's mom again for helping Always. us with our advertising. Um, okay, wow. And uh, who else? See I think you, that's it. Yeah, see you next week. Yeah, see you next or week. Or see you Thursday. See you Thursday. Yeah. Bye. Bye. You will trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They want to know. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Come on, come on. Hey. I want to be famous. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>